Hello, nice people. If y'all would take a seat, we'd be most appreciative. If you're close to the back door, encourage the folks in the anteroom to head this way. So I don't have to run back there. Anteroom. It's, it's you know, lobby. This place is full of editors. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm going to head towards the back of the room. That way I can call out the names of the people that are still loitering back there. <laughs> Ryan Fertel, come on in. <laughs> All right, we're reaching critical mass. Erica Council, a great friend from Atlanta, Georgia, granddaughter of Mama Dip, Mildred Council, restaurant royalty on the stage. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. So I am here to introduce El Casimu Harris, the handsome gentleman sitting here. He is a New Orleans born and bred photographer and writer and was dubbed the Bill Cunningham of the Crescent City by Southern Living. And he created a style column for the Oxford American <coughs> called Paris Chic, which leaves no doubt that he will be appropriately dressed uh, to have brunch and dinner with John T. in his sport coat. <laughs> so, <laughs> all his work has been featured in the Times Picune, did I say that right? Uh, Travel and Leisure, Southern Living, and Fader magazine. Um, he is currently, his photography work is currently on display in Chicago at the Contemporary Photography, the Museum of Contemporary Photography, and the Og Ogden Museum of, of Art here in New Orleans, sorry. Um, he will be doing his first, uh, his second solo exhibit this fall at the George and Leah McKenna African Museum of African American Art. It's called the 10-Year Journey, a Reflection of Family and Identity in New Orleans. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. So, Linda Green grew up in Central City on Daniel Street, where second lines passed in front of her home. A ballroom was a few doors down, and her mother sold Yakimine from the front porch. Those things stuck with her, even as she worked for the Orleans Parish School Board for 25 years. Now, she's approaching 20 years of second lines and selling Yakimine. And during that time, she has taken Yakimine from the ballrooms to the streets and to the masses. Uh, one as winner, winner of Chopped. Also, uh, Antoine Baptiste, Wendell Pierce's character on Treme had Yakimine after a long night of drinking once. <laughs> Antoine, uh, Anthony Bourdain on the Travel Channel, Larry the Cable Guy on History Channel. <laughs> Gotta have that yak. <laughs> so she's zigzag across America selling the dish, but you can still get Yakimine every Thursday night at the Ogden Museum. And what we'll talk about earlier, we can get it uh, on a more regular basis coming up. So tell us, tell me 
I always wanted to know. I always, I never thought Yakimi was a real portable dish, but you've made it that for like second lines. How did you know that it would work? Well, my mom always told me that I would be able to use this dish, okay? And she used, like you said before, she used to sell this, you know? And everybody, when my grandmother was on Jackson and Dry, when she used to, not sell it, but when she used to cook it, everybody used to come with their bowl and sit on the porch and wait until she got ready, you know, got ready <laughs> to, you know, everybody knew they was gonna get it. But at that time, you know, I started selling it because it was another revenue for me to pay a bill. That's what that was for, to pay a bill. So uh, I started at the second line. Everybody started liking it. You know, I have that old school flavor. So um, when they started wanting it more and more, I just fell into it. And I started being consistent and persistent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, tell us how you almost was in danger of never learning the dish. From what I remember, it was on your mother's deathbed where you finally got the recipe. And this was in 1995? 95. She died Easter morning, 95. Um, she, I had told her that you can't take that with you. And I told her, I said, look, Mom, you need to get it, give it up. And she said, yeah, I did tell her that. I told her, I said, look, you need to get this up because you can't take this with you. And she told me, she said, you gonna, you, you'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to use it. See, when my mother was selling this at Bean Brothers on the corner of 3rd and Danielle, that was like two doors from our house, it was such a hit with her till we was getting ready to tell my mom to leave her job. But then we thought about it because she worked 30 years. She retired 30 years with Orange Parish School Board. And it was not her time. It wasn't her time. It's my time, okay? So we glad we didn't tell her to leave her job. But when I told her, I said, Ma, you got to give it up. She sit down with me and my daughters and she told us all of the stuff that she put in it. And my grand, my daughter, my baby girl, she wrote everything down. And uh, I was grateful. I appreciate what she did because look where I'm at now because of what she gave me, you know? My mother, you know, I thought about it this morning. You know, I was crying because I thanked her this morning. My mother was an entrepreneur, you know. Um, she worked at, uh, she went to St. Francis DCL Catholic Church. My mother used to cook every Sunday for the church. My mother did banquets for the church by herself. She put refrigerators, coolers, cold drink machine, stove. She did all of that by herself. Sometimes I would help her, but I'm grateful that I did get a chance to be in the kitchen with her because she did catering. She used to do greens and cornbread for Mr. Silas Lee, mother. And she did a family on State Street. She did Silas and their mama on Wednesday. And on Thursday nights, she did a family on State Street. And believe this here, we have two painters in my house right now. Um, what's his name? The one with the beard, the, um, the flower. But who is that? Who? Van Gogh. That's it. 
I don't know if it's real or not. I still haven't checked. <laughs> it's still hanging up in my house, okay? But they gave her that painting, the people on State Street, the family, they gave her that. But my mother was a caterer too, you know, and like I said a few minutes ago, I cried because I thanked her and I thank Sarah, I love her to death for putting me in her book. You know, I love John for doing what he do and calling me up to come here, you know. And it, it, the list goes on, believe me, the list is long. And I appreciate that. You know, I worked 25 years with the school board and I lost my job because of Katrina. You know, and um, I was the lady that served the disadvantaged musicians at Tipitina's. So I fed the, the local ones and the international ones. And I'm, I'm blessed. God is good to me, and I appreciate that. Now, you said a couple of things I want to touch on. So we know you learned your work ethic from your mother. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, the entrepreneurship side of you, where does that come from? Because that's two different pieces. My dad always told me you can work hard or you can work smart. Uh, and it's better to work smart. So you, you, you have done both because you... I'm about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the place killing me. <laughs> I'm about to tell you that. Right. I worked hard and smart. You know, so but, uh, yeah. the, the entrepreneurship piece, where did that come from? Because you, you could have stayed at Second Lines and continued to do, to do well, but you've, it, just, you're, it keeps growing. So tell me about that. <laughs> you know what? I had, even though Katrina uh, came that year, I was thinking about going on my own that year. And uh, I was a little frightened, scared, but then Katrina came. And when Katrina came, I had no choice but to go on my own. So I did. And I appreciate that part, too. I'm very humble with that. Um, with with um, me going on my own and doing the things, you know, doing catering and at the second line, and, and I was fortunate for to be the only person at the second line have Yakami. I was the only person. You have trucks out there, they have pork chops, hot sausage sandwich, love that. Smoked sausage sandwiches, you have all of that. But I was the only person until recently have Yakami out there because I do a lot of festivals in the city of New Orleans. I done did just about all of them. And it requires me to be there on the weekend. So I can't be at the second line. And it hurts. You know, that kind of hurts me. But some second lines I do bring in. But, um, yeah, I, I, I did that. And I, I enjoyed that. And you were telling me that it wasn't just being at the second lines that, that did it. But it was the people who started coming to the second lines that tasted the food. And then from there. Yeah. So I, I believe you said it was. Adam Shipley. Mm-hmm. Quint did. Okay. And what Quint did, he would follow me. <laughs> he would actually follow me. And um, every weekend, they wanted Yakami, and I gave it to him. But I appreciate what he did. He let me come in the Jazz Fest and ask me to do cooking demonstrations. So that's what I did. But how I got to be in Jazz Fest is because my line doing a demo in the Zataran Cajun cabin, my line was longer than some of the vendors' lines. So they just pushed me all the way in. And I 
I've been there ever since. What year was this? 2005. 2005. But the thing, Katrina happened in 2006, but I was in the Jazz Fest at 2005. Um, I, this year, they gave me an opportunity to do Sloppy Joe's. I don't know, is Mr. Brett Anderson still here or he's gone? <laughs> huh? He, he back there? Okay. Are you the one that said that my Sloppy Joe's bring you back to school? School year? Yeah, they told me. I didn't read it, but they told me this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I didn't read it, but they told me. They said, he said, girl, guess what? I said, why? They said, Mr. Brett Anderson said, your Sloppy Joe's bring back memories from school because I used to have the kids, you know, in school. I fixed that Sloppy Joe all day long. We love you, Ms. Linda and Ms. Green, all day long. They love, and I would... I know I wasn't supposed to do it, but I did. I used to fix them up little sandwiches and, you know, anything they had left over. Because I know some of the kids' parents would work late, and I know some of them wasn't going to eat. So what I used to do is make little bags for them, and I'd tell them, give it to them, and say, as you're going home, just, just start eating, you know, because I know they wouldn't eat at night. So, yeah, I appreciate that, Mr. Burke. Yeah. And you also said you, you mentioned leftovers. Uh, you said it, uh, is it leftover it dish? It is a leftover dish. It always, Yakimi was always classified as a poor man's dish. You know, we, you know, we have, like you do in the city of New Orleans, you have red beans on a Monday. Yeah, red beans, I'm sorry. Yeah, red beans on a Monday. You know, we did that. We had white beans on a Tuesday. Wednesday was uh, meatballs and spaghetti. Always meatballs and spaghetti or whatever, you know. Uh, Thursday, you may have uh, some ribs, um, sandwiches or something like that. On a Friday, we had seafood. You have to have seafood on a Friday. And on a Saturday, that was like a potluck. So that potluck was definitely yakami. Definitely yakami. You know, they say my, my mother's version of her uh, broth is like, it's an old school. And you had Sam's. Uh, on Rampart Street. Everybody, you know, talk about Sam's. I was a little girl at the time. <coughs> Excuse me. And you had Byron's, Mr. Byron. He was on 7 and Danielle. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Sam's son. He came to me uh, when I did Row Food Festival, and he wanted to meet me and shake my hand and hug me. And he explained to me that uh, uh, a lady who was in their kitchen, she used to make Yaka meat, and he wanted to taste it. And when he tasted it, he said, believe it or not, he said, yo, Yaka meat tastes just like hers, you know. And I was so overwhelmed with that, you know, for him to come to me like that and tell me, you know, he appreciate me still bringing this Yaka meat in, you know. I love that. Yeah. Now, I know it was a, until you really brought it to the forefront, uh, an obscure dish. So from where you have it now, uh, what do you envision it to be, or what would you want it to be? Do you want it to be uh, as well-known as Poor Boys, Gumbo, and things like that? Not just here, but worldwide. Or what's some of your goals for the dish? I want to branch it out. You know, um, I'm hoping that it can branch out. Um, 
They asked me, what is Yakamit? And I tell them, I said, Yakamit is one of New Orleans' well best kept secrets, and that's what it is. Um, I would like to put it in different cities. I want that because I get a lot of calls. I'm here today and I'm, I get calls all morning today wanting to know where I'm at. You know, uh, I don't have a storefront because I do a lot of festivals and um, I'm getting ready to uh, go into the French market. And I'm very excited about that. Plus, I'm getting ready to do, you know, when I was looking for one spot, I'm going to be wind up with two spots. Okay. So the, the second spot is going to be Good Work Network right there on San Andrew and Drys. And it's formerly Drys, but it's already the Castle Hill now. But they're still building on it. And it's going to be like, I say November, maybe a little bit longer. But I need somewhere now. I really need somewhere to go because I do different varieties of yakami. I do the oysters. It's delicious. I just introduced the alligator yakami with, yes, with the Leaves Brothers on Ovation. It's going to air in the end of July. So, and we just came back from North Fork, Virginia, Virginia Beach, doing the original Bayou Boogaloo Cajun Festival. And it was a hit. It was alligator all day. All day. Shrimp and beef all day. Yeah, it was, it was and I, you know, I like that, you know. I love to, to get in your stomach and make you happy. <laughs> I love that. I do, you know, that's what my mom used to do. You know, I remember the, uh, someone was up here, they was talking about suppers. My mom used to do suppers too. And believe it, I used to say, Mom, when you going to get tired? But it, I'm, it's not a thing about when you get tired because when you love what you do, you never get tired. And that's me. I love what I do. I love cooking. I, like I said before, 25 years with the school board. I appreciate those ladies in the cafeteria. They showed me a lot of things. They showed me to how to appreciate the equipments in the building because I know I had to go every day back to that equipment, so I had to take care of that. I appreciate all that. My mom always told me, she said, you respect yourself first, and once you respect yourself, you can respect everyone around you, and that's me. I'm very humble, and I respect everybody, because they love me, and I love them. I love y'all. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, once you started, when you, another thing that I notice about you is that caring and giving to others is a really big part of what you do because one of the things you did at Tipitina's was cook for disadvantaged yeah. musicians. So in cooking for Tipitina's, you started meeting a lot of celebrities. Yeah. What was the first celebrity you gave Yakami to? And also, what was the most interesting story of giving some Yakami to a celebrity? I met a lot of them. Paul McCarthy, uh, what? Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, bon Jovi. Uh, Carmen Electric. Kate Hudson. I mean, everybody that came through Tipitina's. I mean, Nas, Daddy, Ola Dura just gave me a big old wet kiss and pulled <laughs> my jaw. He made a song about my greens because they called me Green Green. 
That's what they called me. I mean, I done met, oh my, uh, what's the guy that play on the, I forgot the name of this thing. I just did something that tips with him. I forgot his name. But I done met everybody that came through Tipitina's, I have fed them. And I mean nationally, internationally, and local. Rebird, Heidi, Heidi is my band, okay? Uh-uh. That's my band, Heidi. I love them, you know. I was the first person to give them a job. <laughs> I was. They was the Looney Tunes. They was going to L.C. Foshe Senior High School. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. It's a bunch. Everybody that came through tips, I, I fed them. So you could have all told, groups, all singing. Oh my God, yeah. You could have told Oludara, so your lips, your lips are juicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I could have. Uh, but he was so nice, and Taj Mahal, he loved my greens, too. Taj, he loved my greens. He made a song, too. I have it. You know, I got the tapes and everything. You know, I, I try to preserve those things because I want my grandchildren. I have what they're doing now. I have my two grandboys. They come, you know, they come with me, and they work hard. They work hard. I got one in college, uh, the other two. I got one getting ready to, he's going to be a basketball star because they're sizing up his shoe now. And <laughs> yeah, it's a, he, he travels. He travels all over. He's getting ready to go to Vegas, Atlanta. Um, and the other one, he's in school. He do most of the majority of all of the work, you know, and they're young. And they pick up on all kind of, told me, one guy, let me tell you, I do Pope Boy Festival. And one guy didn't show up. And my grandchildren told me these words, Mama, we don't need dude. See, when they said they didn't need dude, I said, well, what you mean? They said, because we got this. And believe me, was you out there when it was at the Poe Festival? I know. Somebody told me not too long ago that they was at the Poe Boy Festival. And, oh, the other chef. I met him the other night. He told me, he said, I remember this grand boy of yours. He said they worked it, they had the line, everything on point. Those kids, they go everywhere with me. Those kids is taking over and I'm glad because I'm leaving it to them. You know, they say you can't uh, do copyright uh, a recipe, but my recipe is a trade secret. Okay, um, I was gonna put it out but something kept telling me not to do it, and I didn't. So what I, what I did do, I went and got an attorney, and when I did get to talk with my attorney, they had four more attorneys with him, and they all, I'm serious, they told me that we don't want you to put it out. What we gonna do with your recipe, it's the same way that Mr. Copeland did with his recipe, and that's what they did mine. They said what we want Anytime, anybody can make yakami, but they can't make yakami like Miss Linda. And what they, they, they are research attorneys. And what they did, they researched it. And they said, if someone wants a Miss Linda's yakami, we want them to come to Miss Linda. And that's what's gonna be going on now. You know, they already come to me, but I will have a storefront and they'll, everybody can come and get it from me. What else will you sell there? Because I know you, you have a wide array of dishes. Oh, yeah, I have a wide, yeah. I have all kinds. Of, you know, I do catering, and um, I do 
food, just anything. You know, I, I know how. One thing about it, I am blessed to cook everything. I know how to cook. I know how to bake, you know. Um, and I'm blessed with everything that I do cook is delicious. Because if it wasn't, they wouldn't tell it to me and they wouldn't come back. And anybody that know me know that when I'm at the festivals, I have the longest lines. And everybody that know me know this. And it's not the longest line because we're not getting it out. It's the longest line because it's good. And, and let me ask you this. It is good. Say that. My mom was like that. They said, what you put in your stuff? I said, salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, this last question. The first time you went out to the second line, all right, almost 20 years ago, could you have imagined, imagined any of this? No. I, I couldn't imagine it. No, I, I really couldn't. I didn't know it was going to go this far, you know, um, but I'm grateful that it did. Uh, like I said before, it was I was trying to pay a bill. That's what I was trying to do, pay a bill, you know? And um, I'm glad when I told her that, I'm glad she gave it to me. I'm so glad. You just, excuse me. I told her, I said, you can't take this with you. You cannot do this. And she said, you know, all right. And she had, you know, she was alive, very much alive. But then after we gave her that, um, after she did what she did with the recipe and we gave her the, uh, this morphine pill, it just like it was all over with, you know. So I'm glad we didn't give her that morphine pill before. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my daughters and them always say that. They say, Ma, we glad she... <laughs> My daughter, them ain't nothing nice. They ain't nothing nice. They said, we glad we didn't give her that before. And they, they right. I'm glad, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, too. Y'all just don't know. But my mama was a character, you know. Well, you got it from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Kassiman, Ms. Green? Yes. Thank y'all so much. You're welcome. Thank y'all so very much. Thank um, you. If you want to read more about Ms. Green's life, um, you probably saw flashing up on the screen. Um, there is an article um, in Edible New Orleans now um, that um, you can read. You also can go to the SFA website where um, an oral history with Ms. Green resides as well. Yeah, she got some, um, Stephanie has some books that she's bringing in. I hope you don't mind. Do okay. anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has some books, and they oh, cool. are free, you know. Oh, great. Yeah, great. they're free. They okay. are free magazines, right. and uh, you pick up one, and you can read it and enjoy it because he did a beautiful, beautiful job on it. I did interviews. I love you, Sarah. I love you. <laughs> I love you, my baby, Sarah. Uh, he did a beautiful job on this. Yeah. He really did. And everybody that I talk with that read it, that's all they do is call me and tell me, girl, this is so good. 
Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Thank you. God Thank bless you. Good night. Thank y'all. And if you look over this way, you can see Valerie Irwin um, leading Natalie Jordy and Will Donaldson to the stage as we begin our second conversation about entrepreneurship and, in this case, markets in a, in a new New Orleans. Um, they'll step to the stage now, and um, it'll be another short conversation, about 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then you get a cocktail, um, or maybe more, and you get a performance having to do with cocktails. And you really don't get to know more than that. 